Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Let's read from the book of Isaiah chapter 43, verse number 9 to 11. Let all the nations be gathered together, and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this, and shew us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses, that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say it is truth. Ye are my witnesses, said the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me, and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. I, even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Let us now uh, read John's Gospel, chapter 11, verse number 38 to 40. Jesus, intensely moved again, came to the tomb. Now it was a cave and a stone was placed across it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the diseased, replied, Lord, by this time the body will have a bad smell, because he has been buried four days. Jesus responded, Didn't I tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God. And my walking title today is, Do you really believe? Do you really believe? Do you really believe? Let's ask ourselves if we really believe. What is it we believe in? First, let us look at the word believe. In simple English, believe can be defined as follows. One, accept that something is true, especially without proof. Two, hold something as an opinion. The problem with this definition is the interference of postmodernism. Postmodernism, when viewed from a premeditated angle, personalizes truth, no matter where they are from. Such position causes Christians to lose the fundamentals of belief, as outlined in the scriptures. For example, Mark 16, 16. The one who believes and is baptized will be saved, but the one who does not believe will be condemned. But how do we elucidate this troublesome hypothesis of postmodernism? As no one can quite explain what postmodernism is. Some love it, others hate it, and it is susceptible to any interpretation simply means your truth is not my truth. 
many Christians think they really believe. We even say we believe. But when it comes to the time when we have to show that we believe, we actually find that we either don't know what we believe in or we discover we have not believed at all. Another point to bear in mind is that it is very easy to think you believe when there is no risk involved. It is more difficult to truly believe when you risk losing something very important. In the passage of Isaiah 43, 9-11, where we read was a clear message to the Israelite. It was an injunction to believe in God and not fear the circumstances of their lives because he, the Lord, was going to restore them in accordance with his promises. It was a reminder of his sovereignty overall of creation as can be attested. What it means for us today is still what it was that Jesus was trying to make Mary and Martha understand in the book of John chapter 11. Jesus uh, tried to explain to these women that he is the, the, the Lord of Lords. He's a master of the universe. Even though he's been with them all this time, it was difficult for these women to believe. They say, Jesus, if you were here earlier, things like this shouldn't have happened. We sent to you, but you never cared to come. And now our brother is dead. And Jesus said to them, didn't I tell you that if you believe you will see the glory of God? I think, friends, that this is the problem that we have today in this world. We find it difficult to believe. So, in our postmodern age, how can we ensure we continue to qualify as believers in Christ? How can we continue to show that we believers? This is because it is possible not to believe anymore or to think you still believe. For example, in April 2001, the former Episcopal Bishop of Edinburgh, the Most Reverend Richard Holloway, was quoted by the Telegraph as saying he no longer believed Jesus was the Son of God, literally and biologically and thought that the church was going down the tube. And he believed Jesus was simply an extraordinary man. Don't forget, this guy was the head of a church. This guy is a theologian. This guy knows the Bible and he also knows other things surrounding the Bible. But what he doesn't now know is Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the Savior of the world. To be sure, we still believe Paul encouraged us to carry out an MOT of our lives. It says in 2 Corinthians 13:5, examine yourself to see whether you are still in the faith. 
test yourself, Paul said. Do you not realize that Jesus Christ is in you? Unless indeed you fail to meet the test. Now, Paul calls us Christians to test ourselves, not by the amount of money you have, not by the things you own, but by the way you live your life. If we fail the test, this simple test, then we need to be afraid. Then we need to be worried. In John chapter 1 verse 7, we are told that Jesus came so that all men might believe. That is how we believe, through Jesus Christ. Without Jesus, there is no belief. In order to be a real Christian, in order to be a genuine Christian, and in order to receive eternal life, we must be real believers. We must be born again believers. We must have been born of God. We must have a burning in our heart to be with Jesus, to know more about Him, and to know Him more. There's difference between knowing about somebody and knowing the person. And what I'm talking about tonight is the personal relationship with Jesus Christ. So then, what should we believe? Since there are so many things in this world competing for the same space in our life. The Bible is very clear in what we should believe in. It does not mince words and it uses no metaphor to explain it. Pure and simple. We need to believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, sent to be our only way to heaven. He is our Redeemer and our Savior. He is the path, not one of the paths. So, what can we do if we are unsure? I will say, cry to Jesus Christ. Just as your name, Father, did in the book of Mark chapter 9, verse 22 to 24, it has often cast him into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you are able to do anything, have pity on us and help us. Jesus said to him, If you are able, all things can be done for the one who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out, I believe, help my unbelief. You and I today, and you who is unsure if you believe in Jesus Christ, there is an example for you here in the book of Matthew 22:24. Cry out to Jesus, tell him you believe, tell him to help you your unbelief, tell him to come into your life, and that's the way to go. Let us remember when Peter told Jesus that he would follow him even to death, if necessary. A few verses later, we see where Peter denied Jesus three times. He thought he believed, but when he was pushed to the corner, he crumbled like a pack of cards. And we cannot have faith unless we really believe. What you need today is believe in Jesus Christ. 
Forget about what people tell you about many ways to reach God. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except by me. It's not by power, nor by might. But if you can believe, tonight, Jesus is standing right at the door knocking and saying, Open the door and I will come in. Christ Jesus is waiting for you right now. Let me pray for you. For those who want to believe in Christ tonight, let's pray. Heavenly Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and soon coming King, we believe tonight that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Tonight, Father, as many that hears the sound of my voice by the unction of the Holy Spirit, reach out to the, their hearts. Let them receive you, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. No one that comes to you, you will turn away. Now, Lord, receive these people in the name of Jesus Christ. Friends, if you are blessed by this podcast, please come back again. Jesus Christ loves you.